0: Welcome back to the Twelve Podcast. It's your host, Natalie Abbott. And I have an announcement for you guys. You're like, why is it just Natalie right now? Uh, where's Vera? <laughs> So Vera, my co-host, is no longer going to be joining me on the first episode of every month. She's not sick today or anything. She's totally fine. But we are kind of changing things up over here at Dwell. Uh, The heart behind what we do over here is to help you memorize and meditate on one Bible verse every month. And as we were talking about it, we really felt like if we changed up our podcast, it would help you better understand the verse and better apply it to your life. So going forward, this first episode is always going to be a teaching episode where we are introducing the verse and we're really diving into... How does it fit into the bigger picture of redemption in the Bible? What is it saying about God? What does it say about me? Um, so we're gonna be looking more into the context of the verse in this first episode. Then our second episode is gonna be our fun episode with our special guest who's different every month. We have some amazing guests that are coming on. This month, it's Emma Mae McDaniels, and I'm so excited for you to hear about how this verse impacts her and how she thinks about it in her own life. And then the third episode is going to be that episode with Vera where the two of us just hang out and we chit chat and we talk about how that verse is impacting us. And then our final episode is going to be totally new and different. It is going to be just Vera talking about the verse. And I am so excited because she always has such great insights into the verse. I'm excited for you to get to hear her heart about the verse every month. Um, So that's what it's going to look like going forward. And I am so excited about this new format as we kind of dive in this together. I hope that you stick with us and enjoy our new formatting. Welcome back to the Dwell Podcast. It's your host, Natalie Abbott, and it's the first of the month. We have a new verse that we're going to be learning together. And this is the teaching episode. This is a short episode just to help you understand the verse a little bit better. And I'm so excited to introduce to you our verse. It comes from Hebrews chapter two, verse one. And it says, We must pay the most careful attention, therefore, to what we have heard so that we do not drift away. So this idea of paying attention um, to something that we've heard so that we do not drift away. Um, If you're memorizing with us, I hope that this is instructive to you and helps you really kind of meditate on this verse and think about like, what does this verse mean and why does it matter? So we're going to ask three questions of the verse and the context surrounding the verse to kind of help us get at the, the meaning here. The first question we're going to ask is, what does this verse say about God? The second question is, what does this verse say about us? And then the final uh, question is, how do we then behave what do we then believe how does this affect us how does this why does it matter so that's that last question that we're going to ask is why does that matter so what does it say about god what does it say about us and why does it matter so our first question that we're asking of this text is what does this verse say about god and i Love this question. I think it's a great question. It's a question we should always be asking any verse that we're reading. Um, and so as we're looking at this specific verse, there's one key word that helps me think about th- there's more here to the text, right? Um, and it's that little word, therefore, it says we must pay the most careful attention, therefore, to what we have heard so that we do not drift away. So, it, it, it leads you as a reader to think, oh my gosh, there's something that came before this that really matters. And that's the reason that we should pay the most careful attention to what we have heard, because there's something that came before. And what came before our verse is all of Hebrews chapter one. It is like this big buildup. And it's exactly what Hebrews two, verse one, our memory verse, it's standing on the shoulders of Hebrews chapter One. So if we look back at Hebrews chapter two, we get the reason we must pay the most careful attention. And it says everything about who Jesus is. So it's going to answer our question of what does this verse say about God? And specifically, what does it say about Jesus? So if we go back to Hebrews chapter one, I I hope um, for those of you who are in our Facebook group, we are going to be reading through all of Hebrews. So maybe you've already read Hebrews chapter one, but but let me just read the first four verses so you can catch a glimpse into what does this say about God? Why should we, we be paying careful attention to what we have heard? It's because of who we heard it from. We heard it from Jesus. The things that we are supposed to be paying careful attention to, we heard those things from Jesus himself. So um, this is what the author of Hebrews says. In verse one, it says, in the past, God spoke to our ancestors through prophets at many times and in various ways. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son. Okay. So that's Who the message is coming through now. It's not a prophet. It's not an angel. It's the son. And and I'm going to keep reading here. It says, whom he, God the Father, appointed heir of all things. So he is the inheritor, the owner of all things, and through whom God the Father also made the universe. So not only does he own all things, through him, all things were made. And then it goes on in verse three and says, The Son, Jesus, is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being. So, this whole idea that we talk about sometimes of the Trinity, um, God being three persons in one, this is, it's speaking to the essence of the Son, is exactly the same as the Father. He is the exact representation of the Father. And then it goes on to say that he sustains all things by his powerful word. So we have Jesus who owns all things, through whom all things were made, is the exact representation of God the Father, is the radiance of God's glory, and sustains all things by his powerful word. So this is who we get the message through, through Jesus. But there's more. After Jesus had provided purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. So he became as much superior to angels as the name that he has inherited is superior to theirs. And Hebrews chapter one goes on to explain all of these things about who this son of God is, who Jesus is. And that He is everything. He is the heir. He is the person through whom the universe was made. He's the radiance of God's glory. He's the exact representation of the Father. He sustains, he upholds all things by his powerful word. And therefore, right, it goes on and talks about more of these things, talks about how he's more superior than the angels, and it talks about how, um, you know, that God sent these angels that were... You know, ministering spirits. And yet he never said to them, You are my son, um, that I'm going to put all of your enemies under your feet. So he has says all these other things about Jesus. And then at the very end of that, right, all of chapter one, we get our verse that says, We must pay the most careful attention, therefore, to what we have heard so that we do not drift away that therefore tells us because Jesus is all of these things, because he's so much infinitely greater than the prophets who wrote the Old Testament, right? Than the angels who spoke the word of God to people. And then he goes on actually in the next chapter to talk about how, or I believe it's chapter three, about how Jesus is even greater than their forefathers, than Moses. Um, This idea is That because Jesus is the very son of God, the exact representation of God himself, therefore we should pay such careful attention. So this is what this passage is saying about who God is. It's saying because Jesus is God, we should pay the most careful attention to what we have heard. And that brings us to our next point which is, what does this passage say about us? Well, the reason that we should pay careful attention is because, guess what? Sometimes we don't, right? Um, In fact, sometimes we drift away, right? So we're supposed to pay careful attention so that we don't drift away, that God himself has given us his son, that this message is more than just a message sent by angels. The message is The person of Jesus. It's the messenger. Jesus, the messenger is the message, the message of our salvation. In fact, later it says that since, you know, we, we had this binding message that we received from angels. And if, if we didn't pay attention to them, think about how great the punishment we would deserve for not paying attention to them. But, but we have this even greater salvation that has been given to us through Christ. How can we not pay attention? And and our lives should therefore be changed because of, because of that. But but our problem as people is that we don't pay attention, right? We I love this idea that it gives us that it, it's almost like an image of a boat right? On a river. And the goal is upstream, right? We are, we are supposed to be going upstream. And anytime that we are not headed upstream, it's not like our boat is just going to stay in the same place, which I think sometimes we think that in our Christian lives, like, oh, we're just going to take a break from church, or I'm just going to not go to Bible study for a while. I'm just going to not read my Bible for a minute. It's not that we are st- stasis at that point, that we're staying in the same place. It's that we're actually moving backwards at that point right we are incapable of not drifting that's impossible for us the only there's there's two movements there's forward and there's backwards there is no standing still in the christian life and our tendency as humans is to drift i know my tendency as a human is to drift right to to just like, oh, I just don't really feel like doing that today. Or man, I would just rather watch me some Netflix because I am just sad in my heart um, and I don't want to even think about it, right? Whatever it is, our tendency is to drift. And that's what this passage says about us as human beings. And I think it is so true. That's The thing that I love so much about the Bible is that it doesn't mince words. It doesn't tell us that we're better than we are. It's very truthful with our condition. And, it, and, and we know it in our hearts. We know deep in our hearts that our tendency is to drift. We are prone to wander like that old song says, right? But, and this gets to our final point, which is what do we do with this? Why does it matter? We can focus our attention. We can pay attention to what we have heard, and we can be changed. So we are active participants in the work of God in our lives. We can actively engage in listening to him and listening to his message and applying his word to our life. And even as we're memorizing this verse, right, when we are, are driving in our cars, when we are awake at night because something has bothered us so much that we can't sleep we can be reminded of God's word. We can put it in our hearts and pay careful attention to it so that we don't drift away, right? That's the goal is that we all want lives that are thriving and we, we know deep in our hearts what is best for us. And so when we're hiding God's word in our heart, When we are paying careful attention to what we have heard, when we are when we are spending time with God and in His Word, that is how we don't drift. This is how we fight that drift factor. That we we pick up our oar, you know, we pick up our Bible and we just start going right? That's what we can do. And I know sometimes those disciplines, those spiritual disciplines that we sometimes talk about, like scripture memory, reading the Bible, meeting together in fellowship with others, prayer, like sometimes those can seem mundane. But let me tell you, those are the very things that keep us on the path. Those are the very things that keep us from drifting off and finding ourselves in a place where we never intended to be, where we don't want to be, and trying to figure out how to get back on that path. But the good news is, and I think this is the second the second application point for us, no matter how far away you've drifted, no matter, you know, if you haven't been to church in ever, <laughs> Right. This is God's heart for you. This is Jesus's heart for you. His heart that 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 he, he abandoned, um, he gave up, I should say, everything to be with us, that he gave up all of his prerogative, all of his rights in order. He sacrificed those things for us to be with us. That is his joy and his delight is to, you know, to scorn the shame that he endured and to say, no, you are worth it you know, I love you that much. And so because he loves us that much, even when we drift, he always will pull us back on course. We just have to reach out and ask him. We just have to, um, to allow him to bring us back on course. So that's the, that's the beautiful message of the gospel. It's not that, you know, we get it one time and that's it. You, you got your one chance, but this is a daily practice. People of not drifting, of coming back. Um, and, and we have a God who welcomes us with open arms. So I'm super excited for this verse this month. We must pay the most careful attention, therefore, to what we've heard so that we don't drift away. And, and we can do this, my friends. We can daily take up our oars and paddle towards the Lord and he will bless our every effort with more and more of himself. So I hope that you enjoy this verse. I hope that you uh, tune back in next week when we talk to MMA McDaniels and learn more about how we can apply this verse to our lives. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Thanks for listening, friends. I have a little public service announcement for you. If you have never been to our website, dwelldifferently.com, You should go over there because we have all kinds of devotional resources there for you. We would just love for you to visit over there. We have year upon year upon year of verses that we have been memorizing. Every month we memorize one new verse. Every month we post at least four devotionals on that verse. So if you're thinking I'd like to memorize a couple more verses or another verse every month, then that's a great way to do it. So go on over to dwelldifferently.com and check out all of our old resource content. Just go to the devotional page and you can find all kinds of stuff there. It's free and we just would love to help you connect with God in that way.